0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mad Men After Show. Mad Mad Men, Mad Men, Mad Men, Mad Men, Mad Men, Mad Men.
1: (laughs) Bing is for doing. We are doing the Mad Men After Buzz After Show. I'm Joe Braswell. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers, especially you, Joe Samplebo.
2: And happy Father's Day to you, Mr. Braswell. I'll take that.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, I'm joined here by Joe Samplebo and Captain Tulich. Hello. Glad to have you back.
3: Thank
4: you.
1: And Matt Lieberman. Glad to have him back. <laughs> yeah, and Matt Lieberman. Glad to have you back, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was here.
4: How'd you guys go last week without us? <laughs> uh, you yeah, know,
1: we went...
2: Just, just long and like, slow, man. Long Rock, and slow.
1: Long and slow. Just like, I like my coffee? I know, There's nothing good to say yeah. here. Nothing... <laughs> uh, we did it. But uh, we're, we're doing it now, all four of us back. We're all back in town. I was in New York for a week, and you were somewhere, and then you had a comedy show. I had a show, yeah. And then you're...
2: You know, I don't remember. But whatever it was, it was very important.
1: But we're here, episode 12, the penultimate episode of mm-hmm. Mad Men.
2: The quality
1: of mercy. The quality of mercy. Uh Great season. I you know I, I I love this season and it, it really sort of like it, it feels in some ways very uneventful in some ways if I look back like nothing really happened happened except for maybe like, last week but you know um, it's it, it, it's a good season nonetheless
3: yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, there, there's movement on the business side. Everyone's been given the chance to evolve a little bit or to affect each other in yeah. new ways. Right. You know, for every, for every way that Don is, has kind of regressed in some of his behavior, you know, especially with what happened last week with Sally, he's affecting the people in his life in new and more negative ways than right. he was before.
4: I mean, I, I think that's always the pace of mam, and though. In some ways, it feels like nothing happens, and then you just get these explosive moments, sure. which is, you know, like last week, I think we had, like, two explosive moments with Sally and with Bob Benson. So that's what I think I love about the show, is the fact that, yeah, it, in many ways, it does seem like, well, what happened? Hang yeah. on. Well, <laughs> we, I, yeah, we started like with Bang. an explosive
3: moment this yeah. week when Ken yeah. got shot in the
4: face. And yeah. That was really <laughs> so. explosive. Literally. Yeah, Chevy
1: Dick cheney and Ken I, That was yeah. rough, man. I called it. I'm like, Dick Cheney, Dick Cheney. <laughs> and boom. And there he was was and I, I thought he was I, dead
4: I'm getting a feeling Matthew Weiner really hates car companies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boy oh boy he paints them he's, he's some making
1: minutes. those Detroit guys look like Whoa. a bunch of meatheads yeah, yeah. So not kidding I, I, don't, I don't know I don't the reasoning behind that one. Uh, it was
2: awesome too because after they shoot him in the face they're like oh shit yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> not like oh my god let me help you more like oh shit yeah. <laughs>
2: No, what did he say they, they yeah, tried to stop like we're, for lunch
3: yeah, getting, no. <laughs> oh man this is gonna ruin the whole day right yeah. uh, we broke it we're gonna have to get a new one right we have oh, get a yeah. new toy yeah
4: yeah he's like their toy yeah he yeah. literally is
3: Yeah. poor Cosgrove
1: he's not having it
2: <laughs> you he imagine being it. so mad at a group yeah. of people that you're willing to walk away from that kind of money you oh, yeah, have to get shot in the face. Yes,
3: yeah. But it. even now, getting shot no. in the face might do it. That's yeah. and that's after they forced him to crash a car <laughs> yeah. and ruined his leg. Oh, that's right, the yeah. leg. Yeah, he needs to he needs to I quit know. quit Chevy before there's nothing he's, left he's of
4: him. He's gonna be a father, he's gonna be careful. What are you talking about,
1: Here. Flippo? Like, can you imagine <laughs> having to do that? I, yeah, I, I guess I, mean, I can guess can you imagine ha- actually having to quit? No, no, I uh, guess the question what, is what like what would it
0: take
2: for you? There's so much money involved. I, I don't know it'd be tough. But I guess I guess you yeah, I forgot I forgot about the car crash a little bit there. Well yeah.
3: Pete and Benson. And need to be careful, dance. or they're gonna be you know broken men.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if Chevy's gonna want to party with, uh, with, uh, with, with them as much. I think it's gonna be. I don't know if they're gonna want to party with Pete. Is, is do, do you want?
3: He's not as fun. No. I mean, do you want to party with Pete? Pete. You want to party with Pete if he's paying for the party?
1: Well, but Cosgrove's no freaking you know. He's no yeah. George Clooney. Do you see that boy part. tap dance? That man can yeah. tap dance.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but he's above it all though. He's kind of he's kind of milk toast. He doesn't yeah. care for that kind of stuff. He's happily married. He loves literature. He loves his writing. You know, at the end of the day, he just wants to go home and have a nice tea, probably. Yeah. In one piece. Write yeah. some, some
2: science fiction under a pseudonym that no one knows yeah. about. Or...
3: Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't care for the, the whoring and the shooting and the drinking and all that stuff. He just That's just his job.
4: And ultimately, yeah. I don't think he cares about the money in terms of I don't think that's an incentive for him. He's no. a creative person. He wants to be right. He wants to write books and things. Yeah. I don't think it's about, and he's about the money. To be a
0: Father,
1: yeah, well, you know, we, we see so that 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 was that was what it was. We had more answers with, with Bob Benson, which we'll get to. Yes, we had a little more reveal with Don, a lot of interesting Don unraveling here. Mm-hmm. Uh, un, 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 well, not unraveling, yeah, unraveling and good. coming back together, yeah, true. yeah, and sort of coming back together in, in, a, yeah. in a very Don way. We had mm-hmm. a definite Peggy Chaw uh, better understanding what their relationship is going on, and we had some Sally, a lot, lot more Sally. Yeah. I gotta say, Sally. Scares me every time she appears in the screen. There's something about, you know, when Sally's on the screen that I get filled with this feeling of dread. Did you last remember week.
4: that movie called The Bad Seed? Sometimes yes, she reminds yeah. me of the oh, girl yeah. in The Bad Seed. Oh, just wow. so that sort of sweet, Marine, yeah. of, such uh, a evil. Oh
1: dear! Oh, look at you yeah. pulling pulling bad seed. references yeah. <laughs> out. but
3: no. Kiernan Shipka has like this kind of like yeah. like sad, quiet. Like vulnerability to mm. her, and this sort of this feeling of innocence continually lost. Well, it's
1: just something about. But there's
4: something very conniving behind all well, that. It, like, but there's like, something about was, when, when she. I, I mean, conniving is not the right word, but I mean, there's this manipulation behind her too that she manipulates people around well, her when it, she can. Yeah, when when she, when
3: she got Glenn yeah. to beat up Rolo, you you saw you saw the look, the smirk of <laughs> satisfaction yeah, on her
1: yeah.
4: face. Well,
1: it's a very
3: Betty Draper, very well, Betty I,
1: Draper
2: I, moment. I, I don't think she started. I, I think it was a discovery on her part. I don't. I don't get the vibe that she started started that fight no. because she wanted to see what happened. I got the vibe she started the fight because she was pissed. Yeah, right, of But then and then in the middle of the fight she's like,
1: "This is awesome." Mm, right. I, yeah. I can make well, these but guys that, that's do that's what things. I mean by it was a very Betty Draper moment in that. She's like, "Oh yeah, like this is the seeds of manipulation." It was a moment of, of yeah. uh, she was
3: discovering her inner bettiness. Yes. Yeah, her that her power. her potential to betty
1: if we can turn bettying into a verb. Right. What I was saying though earlier about about Sally is that I'm filled with these 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 feelings of dread every time she comes on the scene on, on the screen. Something about, you know, when she's on the screen, the way they play it out. I mean I feel like something bad is gonna happen to her. Well, I don't know what this is. It's like I don't know if it's the relationship with Don. I have this literally like something bad is gonna happen to her. Even well, today, I'm like, is she going to overdose? Is she going to, like, what's going to happen?
4: Maybe in about 10 years' time. Oh my well,
3: God. I have a question, Joe. Have you always felt this way, or have you felt this way since the Grandma Ida
1: incident? I think I've always felt this way. I think i felt this way because I feel the, it's something about because the relationship. Because that was very scary. Oh, no, of course, of course. But that, that's a perfect example of, like, that was a direct, like, okay, she's in, in jeopardy. But I think it's something about the relationship between Don and his kids, specifically Don and Sally, who, like she seems to be the only one who gets him and understands him. but when they're together or in close proximity, I just get this feeling that there's a disconnect there that allows Sally I, I don't know what it is. like she's like not under the protection of her
3: father. Well, she's not so, under the protection of anybody because all of the adults on this show are very, very selfish. Right. They, so, no one's watching out for these kids.
1: Well, exactly. So yeah. when I see Sally alone doing stuff by herself, like discovering things, she's really smart, I'm like, what's she gonna do? Oh yeah, like yeah.
3: when she and Glenn
1: went to the museum like Every, seeing, Yeah, everything, yeah. everything, like exactly. It's a perfect example. I'm like, what's gonna happen to Sally? But
4: then also, she played Megan and her mother off too. Last was the last season.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, she's yeah.
4: done some. Yeah, she's done. Uh, some she's she's pushing boundaries, of, yeah. but
3: like we've watched her grow up, and I think that that's part of what makes us so anxious when we watch her. Sure. Is you know, like we've seen her on this show now. You know, for, for six years. She she started on the show when she was seven or eight years old. Probably yep. in the pilot, you know, seven years yep. old or or even younger. And, like, to watch her grow up and face a world that is continually more dangerous and confusing and the laws and social
1: rules are continually breaking down. Maybe from the moment when, they're, when she had the cleaning bag over her head and they're playing Spaceman. Exactly. And maybe, maybe that was and the that, moment I thought, like, and, oh, no!
3: Right. But that is, you know, <laughs> small potatoes compared to... I got really, really scared when um, when the the girls are like, "Oh, you're not allowed to talk anymore." Yeah. and I was like, "What uh, kind of sick, twisted shit uh, is, are these gonna, uh, girls yeah, gonna get Sa- up to?" Yeah, but
4: Sally kind of turned that around.
1: This is my, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we we'll, we'll get to Sally it. later. We'll get I don't want to yeah. step on yeah. Sally's here, yeah. but but I just I just say. I felt filled with dread again when I saw Sally. Mm-hmm. For for whatever we'll, we'll get to Sally in a second. But I go ahead, Joe. What do you I just think I, I, no. Sally. I I
2: think that we're overblowing the Sally thing. I think Sally's doing nothing new under the sun. Nothing particularly unique about her situation. It's just different from maybe the way we grew up. I mean, but when I was fourteen, I sure as hell got drunk. And 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 did I, I absolutely for yourself <laughs> that explains went. so much. <laughs> I haven't stopped, and it's been a wonderful ride. <laughs> The seven of you look wonderful tonight. <laughs> I, but when I, I, I remember, I, we smoked cigarettes, we drank, we we went and did. And hope my children never see this. But we went and did all kinds of stupid shit. But we did different stupid shit than what Sally's doing. So I think you know, for me at least, growing up on the West Coast, her stuff seems a little bit darker and different.
1: No, I you I, know
2: like 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 the like you know I, I, it just seems it's like a different level of of different kind of stuff. But it's the same kind of. I mean the same. Family of, of
1: stupid. I'm not uh, saying that what she's doing is so scary or unique. Or I agree with you. Like, I think all everything she's doing is total preteen teenager stuff. I'm not. I'm just saying generally from a cinematic standpoint, from a storytelling standpoint, some from a directorial standpoint. When I, Sally hits the screen, for me, I get scared. I just yeah. think it's, it's her grill. grill. That's I think it's something about the stillness of her face yeah.
2: makes you. It, it, it. I think it invites you as the viewer to put something on it, and maybe we go scary because we're waiting for something to happen. But I yeah. think that's TV watcher training. I don't know if that's. But it's intense. because
3: almost every time that she has a story it ends badly for her right no matter what it is it either ends badly or she just loses a little bit of that innocence that she had so much of when the series started it's a it's a gradual you know like waves washing over a rock until there's nothing left and last week we got a big old wave sure
1: and i don't think it's ever gonna stop no, and part of well, it. I will we'll say this for Sally because yeah, have this, there's a, a lot to discuss. So, but let's get let's get jump into the episode itself. So, one of the main you know the cog of, of this episode, the main you know cornerstone of this episode is Don. Don, we we open with Don. So the aftermath of what we saw last week, which was that horrifying reveal of Sally catching catching him in the act, uh, you know, which which Joe and I discussed at uh, at length last week. But this week, Don's still not handling it well. We talk about. It and we could
4: not figure out the time space well At it, first. it's usually a yeah. month it's
1: usually a month between episodes that's what they say but it's he, a month he started
4: episodes. out like we thought almost it was the next morning but he Is obviously it, he had been so, in that state for a while yeah right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's a, a long time and he's mm. hair of the dog in it he's got mm. the vodka and the orange juice he's disheveled he doesn't give a crap he's sleeping
3: yeah. in his daughter's
0: bed
1: yes yeah. it's so wild to me to watch this stuff like you know right now
2: because I don't drink and I don't smoke. If my kid drank and smoked Only when you're 14 Only when I was 14 Right. <laughs> if my kid drank and smoked, I would smell it on her like she had walked into the car with a red siren flying over her head Right. But it's, it's such an interesting thing that, that, that Sally can get in the car and Betty doesn't even bat an eyelash That she must stink of booze and cigarettes Don every morning is drinking orange juice and sneaking vodka into it, but Megan's not even questioning it it's interesting well, to me But that, yeah. that, that era too. that's what I'm saying. That era. That's what I'm saying. Is like that. That is. There's so much of that going on that no one even notices that someone's drinking in the morning. That well, I was even like known.
4: horrified when Sally. I mean, went further, but lit a cigarette for her mother. I'm thinking, but that. Like probably every kid then did yeah. do it. They didn't think twice about it. Yeah.
1: First of all, uh, Sally had plenty of time to take a shower. It's an overnight. Sally yeah. had exactly. time to clean up. It wasn't like she picked her up at midnight. Second of all, the Megan—not to just just shit on your comments there, but I'm saying the Megan uh, thing, shit on my comments. <laughs> the, the Megan thing is Megan knows Megan's well aware that Don is drinking. This isn't like a Ma- Megan's well aware. Like she's always like, oh, had a rough night, or oh, you better you know yeah. clean up, or you need to stay home, or or Don. Done. You know, so she, it's not a, its not like the surprise. Like, it's today, like, what are you doing drinking? It's friggin' 1968. They're... So you're saying he didn't
2: fool Megan putting the, the vodka back in his jacket. That no. did not... No,
1: but I don't think he's hiding it. Like, Megan, uh, Megan's
3: aware. Megan, exactly. Well, he was hiding that one. Yeah, he right. was. He was hiding that one because he has a whole bar on the other well, side of the room, but, but he's when, taking a little pocket bottle.
4: When does Don not have an alcoholic breath? I mean, does that guy go a day without drinking?
1: That's true. You He could self-immolate like that. <laughs> but there are varying degrees of, of Don's, you know, drinking there's, yeah. there's there's the like i he's holding this together pretty well as we see as he's well
4: i mean he would be an alcoholic by a, a
3: long stretch in these of
1: course these so they all t- would that's what sure. i'm saying
4: i mean but they were drinking every day Yeah, I all, mean, all
1: of them except for child would be an alcoholic yeah. by any, yeah. Any, yeah. Any you can
3: kind of see like don in this yeah. episode in many ways he's kind of like a spring that is kind of it's lost its tension and then it slowly tightens back up right you know like he's he's he takes this day off and he's drinking alone by himself. he finishes his little bottle halfway through the day when Megan gets home uh and there was that little beat you guys noticed, where he's watching he's the watching mix. he's watching the Megan mix. on oh. on uh this her soap, soap opera yeah. and she's nailing her uh French twin character now and uh she says, you know uh, what was it like like listen to me or, or like don't uh like pay attention to me and then he shuts it off immediately like as she's saying as she's yeah. saying that it's it's kind of like it's in a, in a little bubble. Their relationship.
4: And I just wanted to. Say, I just love to talk about that. The little drop in about the Nixon. I've never. Oh seen yeah. That, that was quite.
1: Vote like, like your life wow. depended on it. Right. That was, that was How, where they did. Things. Obviously
4: the scare tactics Nixon used. Well, that was, too, yeah, it then. was. It
1: was very much Ooh. life or death in, in 1968. Yeah. So. But so Don. So we see Don. He wakes up he's there he's having a rough time but the, the what I want to talk about is the exchange he had with Betty when we found out yeah that, you know and that was to me the most telling Don Draper moment you know in a while in that you know Betty's sort of oblivious, obviously telling him like you know, oh, it's a, it concerns Sally. And he's like, oh, sits up like, what, what, she what about her? her? What then, happened? Can I just say there's yeah, so many moments
4: this this episode where people thinking they're about to say something, yeah, and yeah. then it's very something well else. Yeah,
1: very, very well done. <laughs> there were so
4: many that. of those moments in right. this episode tonight, which were just extraordinary, and which, is, yeah. which
1: are great tricks to play on mm, the audience. and I, I'm mm. always a
4: this b- dread of. What are they
1: going to send? Yeah, I'm never a fan of when the writing of the directing mm. sort of manipulates the viewer, but they do it so well here. Yeah. It's like we're so manipulated, but it was done so well. But yeah. the, in, the, the, in, in this instance, they have that phone call, they have that conversation, and uh, she once once Don finds out it's about the boarding school. He's like, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll pay whatever it costs, I pay I'll pay for it. Like that it's almost a relief to him. Mm-hmm. But this speaks to the whole thing. Everything with Don is a transaction, you know. Um, this is again, some of my my colleagues at like Grant. I talk about this, but you know, Don even even uh, all the way back to when he talked about Peggy when he's like, you know, you're getting paid for it, you know? Yeah. Everything Don, I Don't think it's the growing up in the whorehouse, but it's more and more you see everything with Don is like, I do this, you give me that. Even last week, even the whole notion of him. Um, we didn't talk about this Joe, but the whole notion of him getting doing the favor for the the Rosen's son like that was a transaction in itself that was that was sort of like maybe him wanting to ingratiate himself to um, Sylvia to Sylvia that was all I mean he kind of knew that maybe that was way to get her did I didn't occur to me yeah. until a week later because we just saw the episode but like again, if you look back, everything with Don is like, I do this to get this. Um, I'll pay whatever it is to get that. And even with his own daughter, like, okay, whatever it costs, I am not for this. She doesn't want to come here, but whatever it costs, I'll pay for it. And then at the end, he still can't get himself to mutter the words to her to relay it to her. Yeah. Like tell tell Sally that Megan tell Megan and I miss her. I mean, what's how hard is it to say like he
4: couldn't even say he that was uh, a hard well he's that playing, I her.
1: Not even directly.
2: He's yeah. playing a dangerous game though, because he doesn't want he doesn't want to open up the can of worms with, with, with Sally one way or the other. I mean he's just terrified. That Sally's going to say something. I mean, so much of that whole conversation was just total fear. Yeah. And 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 I, you know, it. it you got to think in his calculus. He's going, okay. Well, tell her that Dad. Had, well, no, it's better if it comes from Megan. 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 We, we shit. We both miss you, but don't don't think too much about me because if you think too much about me, it might make you angry enough to tell Mom what happened. Sure. So just think enough to realize that we miss. You. That's all though.
3: Yeah. Well, Fair you also enough. you have to you have to take into account remember his uh, his little soliloquy about. Realizing the day that he loved his son, that he had never really loved his kids, and then all of a sudden he realizes that he loves Bobby because he sees himself in him. You know, this is the first time that we really see him racked with feeling
1: over Sally for anything. For, uh, uh, like, really. Is he really,
4: really or is he just in fear? No, well, I, I
1: think he's really, I mean, he felt something. Yeah. He's sleeping in her bed, for crying out loud. Exactly. Like, he's feeling but something. But
4: part it, of it is also that oh, he's yeah. afraid well, of that she'll reveal.
3: It's fear, but it's yeah. not not just that she'll reveal it, but that he's screwed up his kid for life, that she'll never want a relationship with him. He's, he realizes, I messed up big time, and there's no going back from it.
4: I think that, but I, I don't know if it's, do you really think that that, What's I,
3: motivating him. I don't think that. I.
4: I think it's, it's more like, oh my god, I got caught. I think it's com- I think it's more complicated okay. than that. Right.
3: I think that it, it, her. He's realizing, you know, this has consequences with people with, with adults. They can fall in and out of your life, and he is <coughs> he is he has had enough adults that he has abandoned or that have left him that he doesn't need to care about them. But his kids are forever.
4: But then to sort of be happy that she's going off to a boarding school, it's not like he didn't put any objection up to it. I mean, it's not like, you know, the will paper. It, well, yeah, that's guilt. Yeah, but guilt. I mean, that's not that's sort of... That's guilt right that's, there. Yeah, but it's not like I want to try and, um, you know, have a, b- try and get a better relationship with Sally. It's like, yeah, let her get locked away in a boarding school for the next few years so I don't have to deal with her. Well, that's it. Well, you don't
2: have yeah. to deal with, the, with, with being yeah, scared so, to death. Yeah. I, that's, that's but good. I
3: don't think that's what it is at all. I think it's it's... It's, I, just think I need to give her whatever she, whatever she wants so that not only will she not reveal it, that maybe she'll forgive me. How
4: about taking her off to a psychologist or something? Oh, well, that's know. still no, taboo. I know, no, but I'm just saying that. I don't know. If, in my mind, I felt like it was more like, yeah, let me just kind of do what she likes so I can don't have to deal with it in a way. I, I really sort of felt like if he really wanted to help her, he would try and work through this with her. I don't sure.
1: Know. Well, let, let's Sure. Let, well, let, let's... Mm. So... For whatever reason, yeah. I mean, I I I don't disagree. I think that I, I my my opinion on it is I think that he is feels a lot of guilt. He loves his mm-hmm. daughter. He he doesn't know how to express that love. He is feeling a lot of things that he doesn't know how to express. I think that he this yeah. is why he turns to the drinking. He's effed up in the highest yeah. order. Like when that his world crashed in on him. Like like I told Joe last week, seeing that whole operation. looking at Sally is him staring at his own morality through his daughter's eyes you can't hide from everyone Mm. else everyone thinks Don Draper's the greatest guy in the world even in that living room scene everyone's like Don you're the best oh you did it Don and Sally's like you disgust me and the whole thing is like that's the only time except for looking in a mirror where he can look around the room and someone goes you're full of shit and it's his own daughter and Mm. so that 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 effed him up and it's effed him up for the last month where he's putting, you know, vodka in the orange juice. He's disheveled. He's going homesick. I think that that that's the reason of that is a he's never had that that view of himself, you know, through his daughter's eyes, and b he loves his daughter. He cares about his daughter, and so it's just screwed him up. But the question I have is, he he snapped out of it. He seemed yeah. to snap out of it. He got himself. He pulled himself together. He became Don Draper again. He's off to the movies uh, with Megan. And you know how lovely is that Megan? That Megan's so lovely. Why is he gonna, Why is he cheating on her anyway? So. <laughs> Off to the movies with Megan and he sees he sees and it was
4: Rosemary's baby.
1: Rosemary's babies, of course, which is scary as hell. Yeah. He sees the opportunity to um well oh, he sees we, we sees Peggy and Shaw in the movies, right? And Rosemary's baby. And then we all sort of see his wheels turning there. We don't know what's happening, but we see the looks, he's something he's up to something.
3: Oh, we know what's happening. Yeah, he's well, just
1: we don't know what I what I mean by that is like we know that he sees this whole situation right. with Peggy and Shaw and, and is like this is not. I don't approve of this. Is he jealous of this? Is he not approve of this? Is at the opportunity to, to stick it to Cha? How is he going to work? Make this work to his advantage. He. We see he does call back Sunkissed, you know. Yeah. Um, and go for Sunkiss. And for me, I guess it thought there was a moment last week where he thought. Okay, well, this Chaw's a stand-up guy. This is not how I operate. But okay, if he wants to make this deal, I'll make this deal with mm. him. When he, from, um, from hey, yeah. when he got the call from Crane, he's like, look, Harry, we can't do it yeah. no matter what. But I think the moment he saw Chaw with Peggy, he was like, this mother effer is like, just like me. He's like the rest of us. He's not so high and mighty. If that's the case, I'm taking sun Sunkist. And so that's that's why I interpreted it. I don't know. What what was his what do you think his motivation well, was? Well,
4: I, I always think with Peggy he feels a little possessive with her. So he gets a little more, um I think when things happen with Peggy, you know not that they ever had a relationship, but he kind of feels a possessiveness about Peggy. Well was this more so about I Peggy think, or was this no, more about his, more, his thing with Cha? Well that's what I'm saying. So in a way I think part of it is he gets he wanted to get back at not sort of get back at Cha, but also like to really kinda of go, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I know what's going on. All right. Yeah. And I, I sort of feel like it's a little bit of that because of the way he feels with Peggy, that he's in a way that, not she's his, but, you know, he was the one that guided her in the beginning and that. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, he just didn't want to see this happen. So I felt the Sunkiss thing was a little bit, you know, it was a little bit also about that as well, yeah. not just, you know, this is good for business.
3: I think it was his ego on both counts. Yeah. You know, it's it's his ego when it comes to Peggy and the fact that he fostered her and yeah. that, you know, he gave her her shot mm. and that, you know, she she's pulling Don Draper moves now. And, you know, the fact that he kind of felt cowed by Ted's morality in the in last week's episode. And to see that he's not perfect, he's pushing back against it. He's kind of, he's showing Ted, you know, you're not so great. Because mm-hmm. Peggy keeps reminding him, he's a good man and you yeah. just can't stand it. And he's like, he's not so good. He's just not in love so with virtuous. you. not so virtuous. Yeah. He's not so virtuous. He's just in love with you.
1: And that was his yeah. moment. That to me was his moment when he thought, like, he thought, Cha is above reproach. He's this virtuous guy, but when he saw him in the movie theater, he's like, "This guy's not so virtuous. Yeah. He's just a regular effing guy." Yeah, and, you know,
3: and therefore he's fair game, right? And I can do what I want because I'm John Draper.
1: Damn it! So we had that. So we had that moment. He took the. He took the. Um, he took. He took Sunkiss. He confronted Chaw with it. He knew exactly how to play it. He knew that you know uh, both uh, Roger Sterling and. Uh, um, Gle- uh, Cutler would yeah. be thrilled. So this moment where he counts, guys, like, great, eight million dollars. What's 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 it? You know, what's it to say no to? But then uh, he played it perfectly. He he saw the whole budget thing happen. But then at the very end, he pulled that stunt where he did a Don Draper and let let everyone in the, let them let the two of them oh, know I in the did room, nice yeah. and then flipped it around, which is just a, a testament to me on, on how Don really commands a room and really commands. Like, his clients. I mean, the the fact that he has the confidence to let that whole thing play out, let Ted sink, and then not only save it, but save it in a way where he calls them out and then still saves it. Yeah. That was just a brilliant, that was another brilliant Don Draper moment. Well, it
2: worked on every level for him because he got to reassert himself. He did, he's not wrong, though. He did save them because the, you know, he's right, Ted was not seen clearly. and, And the whole thing was going sideways. But uh, but the, the the worst almost the worst part about it is how much how Peggy was personally attached to it and how Peggy could see that Cleo award and it was Peggy's idea and it was Peggy's drive and it's not Peggy's anymore it's Frank Leeson's yeah yeah
1: well he was I took it away her. yeah absolutely yeah. just took it away from her and gave yeah. it to a dead guy a lot he did a lot in that yeah, he did a that's lot right. in that he was one a little... but in that one boardroom scene he you know he sa- he saved the deal he ingratiated himself with the client he let. Ted and Peggy know who's boss yeah. he also took it away from Peggy like he did a lot with just one stroke of the non- Well, he, was, he was
3: punishing her in many ways because uh, if you go all the way back to the pilot when she put her hand on his and she kind of made made a move on him and he was like don't do that you know it's almost in a way I taught you this lesson before don't screw around with with the people at work don't screw around, around with your boss you 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 messed up you didn't listen to me now you get punished and right. you don't get your Cleo no matter how good the work
1: is speaking of good work yeah we've done some good work here at afterbus
3: yes that's true uh so many of our uh listeners and viewers out there may know that uh Maria Menunos and Kevin Undergaro, who uh created Afterbuzz TV, uh made a movie called The Adventures of Serial Buddies that was uh that was out in the theaters a few months ago. It is now available on demand and on iTunes uh for $4.99 to rent and $5.99 to own. Uh for many of you out there, we at Afterbuzz love giving you uh excellent free content. Uh, you know, over 60 shows a week, all about your favorite TV shows, and uh, many people have asked, you know, what can we do to give back? And one way that you can give back to us and help support AfterBuzz and keep us going and keep us providing you with the same great free content is uh, to check out this movie. It's it's a really funny movie. Uh, we've all seen it. Uh, Catherine, I believe your your quote is on the on the box art. It's a, um, really. Well, I haven't even seen it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Cool. Um, yeah, it's a it's a very very funny movie uh, yeah. featuring some very great cameos. I, mean, Beth- I haven't
4: I haven't yeah. seen the box art, but I know the uh, film. Like, I mean, well, I, mean, did, I, mean I saw the possible? film.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did see the film, but I didn't yeah. see the box art. I didn't oh God, realize I I that. I reviewed
2: yeah. it. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I just reviewed it.
3: <laughs> but it's a it's a it's a funny dark comedy. It's kind of like Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. A lot of great celebrity cameos are in it. Christopher Lloyd's in it. Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls. Maria's Maria's in it, of course. Kathy Lee Gifford is in it. Artie Lang, uh, McDonald, Chris, Chris McDonald, Christopher McDonald, who I just saw uh, by Winkler. the way,
1: who I just saw on Broadway last week. And oh yeah, it was fantastic, excellent. Yeah, in uh, "In Lucky Guy" with Tom Hanks. Go ahead.
3: Henry Winkler's in it, and uh, yeah. there's also four great young comedians, uh, two of which I know personally who are so great in the movie. Uh, so if you if you love AfterBuzz and you want to support us uh, because we love giving this content to you, check out the movie at SerialBuddies.com and it, uh, It is available on
1: demand and on iTunes.
3: Thank you. And speaking of
1: buddies, uh, we have, you know, well, before we get to Pete and Benson, we should talk about, you know, a little little more about Peggy and Cha, Joe. Like, so the the romance seems to be on and popping, right? I mean, well, first of all, is there a romance or is there a a flirtation or is it a romance? I think
2: think there's a thing that can happen. There's a dangerous place that any marriage can any marriage can kind of float into. And I think Ted's has, has kind of slid into it. Where you're connecting more with someone uh, at work that shares your interest, that is that is moving in your in your same circle, and you're connecting more with that person, and that person is exciting you uh, intellectually and and uh, and uh, as well as physically. And I think with Peggy, you know, she's a lovely she's a lovely lady, but she's not she's not a a bombshell, you know. And so I think with her, what she does, speak for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. What I I love.
4: Do not mention this next week. Yeah. no 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 no. no. I'm saying she's
2: not. She's, she's, she's the girl next door. She's not. She's not. She's not Ginger. She's Marianne. Sure, fair enough. Fair enough. That's no, all well, I'm saying. Don't get okay. get make your a point. big production out of it. Too late. What I'm saying is that she's an inel- she intellectually stimulates Ted, and I think they get each other in it's a like way. Me, that- it's like me and you, it, exactly. Just like me and you. Sometimes yeah. at work, and we cuddle, and 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 you laugh too hard at my jokes, I, I and, I and really then we touch enjoy working with for you. for long periods of time. Don't it's tell nice. Aaron, mm-hmm. but uh, but I think that's kind of what's going on, and that drift in Ted's marriage is. Um, I don't I, I don't get the vibe that he's prepared to do anything else about it but I think that uh that, that's drifting in that direction now and 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 that that drift I think is um taking it I think it's catching him unaware almost because I don't think he's it, I don't get the vibe that he's kind of like that guy quote
1: unquote well, and so I, just I so you're telling me that and I want to scroll on them real quick so we're we're Kind of crunched on time tonight, but you're telling me in your opinion that they have done nothing yet. They've,
3: yeah, I, I think.
1: So. I don't I think could, they have. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, have I'm pretty move, sure they've been to the movies together. Like it feels. Yeah, it
3: feels but inclined. they didn't. They didn't live together.
1: <laughs> okay, but, I don't. but at the same
3: time, you no. look at uh, how when they were showing when they were showing Don the ad, how he uh, took Peggy by the waist. There was a touch there, a very intimate touch. Well,
4: I, I'm going out on a limb here. I think because it is real feelings there, I think there is kind of perhaps real love there that I don't think they have done anything. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I this don't is think not, they not, have this is really not are.
4: This is not betting. And all, this is why I'm a little bit mad with Don because he's assuming that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm actually a little bit mad with Don's vindictiveness in this because he's assuming that they're, you know, like like he would do, just jump into bed with a colleague or whatever, or whatever. The, the or one, whatever. The one and, they got... Go ahead. Yeah, but I actually think there's... Perhaps real well, you know, feelings between them.
2: two and, and, yeah. and there is, there is a certain uh, yeah. there's a certain kind of energy that that yeah. they're kind of, they kind of have that has that anticipation and that and that, mm. that almost like high school. It feels almost yeah. high school like it's fr- there's like a
3: there's mm. a giddiness. Yeah. Yeah, and I,
2: I like I said, I I don't feel like there I don't feel like it's gone it's gone there no, yet. No, I feel like I'm, it's I'm kinda sure not. It
1: hasn't. Okay, um, well that's 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 fair enough. But I the, the one thing I did forget to mention about Don is that, you know, he did break that whole thing up. But here's the thing about Don. He's almost always great. I think when he told that to have that speech to Chaw about like you're embarrassing yourself. I mean yeah. he's right. And he's very good he's very good at jumping that on jumping on that moral high horse when he's obviously like the most amoral guy on mm. the planet. Right. But he's very good at like telling people, looking at, down his glasses, looking down his nose at folks, telling me, you know, you effed up. You're full of crap when you know he is. But but you know what? He's always right. And maybe he knows it so well because he's been there. He's that guy. But yeah he, he recognizes was, it I think he was he, yeah. right to Peggy. And, and, and when he when everything he said that Peggy was correct, everything he said that Cha was correct, I think Peggy's emotions and feelings were probably right. But, I mean, Don's not wrong here, which is kind of weird and ironic, obviously. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. So go ahead. Peggy and Cha. <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> I, I just want to – I know we're we're crunched for time. But uh, we had a lot moving on on the Benson front this week, and yes, I want to make sure that we give Benson. it the time sure. that. it deserves. Let,
2: let me just say this. Let me in in yeah. in, in connection with with with, with Peggy and Shaw, uh, the, the uh and 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 Shaw getting obviously clouded his judgment, being clouded by by his feelings right now, and, and how much he and and Peggy are personally gelling. He's mm-hmm. losing the ability to find out whether or not her ideas would would. Uh, would would gel with the, with the general populace because he likes them so much and they, and they they seem to be vibing so much together so they're they're very vibrating on the same frequency and that's too much which is which is what what is screwing up his ability to to reason whether or not she's going to be vibrating with the rest of the universe and uh, and I just wanted to make sure we tossed that in there right
3: okay fair enough all right all right Uh Okay, so... Benson, Benson, huh? Benson Watch. Okay, so we disbanded Benson... have
4: we got a theme for that yet?
3: No, we don't, and we should. We disbanded Benson (laughs) Watch a few weeks ago. Definitely premature. Last week, huge reveal. Benson came on to Pete. Very subtle way, but his feelings were deep. Or so they seemed. Now, Pete comes back in a big way. He kind of handled it gracefully last week, I thought. Uh, But this week... He's disgusted. He tells he tells you know Bob that he's disgusting. He's a pervert, uh, and that he doesn't want to. He wants to take Chevy from Ken, but he doesn't want to do it with Bob. Uh, he doesn't want to share a hotel room with him or anything like that. And uh, Bob's definitely hurt by all this. Um, but there was that great moment after after the meeting where uh, Pete comes out and he shakes his hand, and uh, Bob for a second drops the facade and. He you know, like the predator eyes come on and he's like, You need to watch what you say to people. Mm. Congratulations of oh, this yeah. guy.
0: Wow. That
1: I was the Bob Benson that you've been looking for
0: all yes. season. You were
1: so I mean that was like
3: That was the Bob Benson I've been looking at all season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That the, was the
1: real Bob Benson was revealed in that in that moment. It yes. was very uh very primal fear, Ed Norton in that moment.
3: Exact exactly. Bob Benson, the say anything. Do anything, social climber, you know, fraud, essentially. And we get that confirmed this week. Uh, Pete reaches out to Duck and Duck digs into his history for a thousand (laughs) bucks. Nice, nice job there, Duck. It's a a big payday in 19.
2: Let's be real, dude. That's about 10 grand real money. That's
3: a nice payday. Nice payday. And uh, we discover that uh, Bob is not the the finely schooled guy that many people think he is. And we in business. We got that 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 clue a a few weeks ago, but he's, He's very, very good at putting it on, mm. and uh, he spent three years at uh, at uh, Brown uh, some, and Harriman, his last job.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Brown Brothers Harriman.
3: At his last job, basically as a, as a manservant uh, to one of the executives, uh, and everybody knew what was going on between the two of them.
2: Manservant. Yes.
3: So, Pete... Takes in this information and he's like, I've dealt with this before, you know, because back in season one when he was fighting Don Draper, the fraud, and he lost big time and he's been paying for it ever since. He's never had the level of, of zest or potential that he had in season one when he was a villain. But, you know, he he had the potential he thought. You know, to be a big, big name in this company, and he is continually, you know, hammered away at by everybody else. However, he thinks about this Bob Benson situation. He goes in. We think he's going in for the kill to expose him, and instead, he makes a very wise move. and And I, I believe it was it was the Joes who said this, like right after the show ended, is like that 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 toke of pot really really has adjusted. Uh, Pete, in some very very Melloed nice way, mellowed him out, he realizes, uh, I'm not going to fight you on this because I know that I'm afraid of what you would do with a day head start. I would lose because you are dangerous. Absolutely. And, a, and people sitting in front of their televisions around the country said, thank you, right. because we, and we knew that all along.
1: Well,
2: let me say this. I, you know, it, it's not just that Pete has learned... That uh, that that a guy like Don or a guy like like that we've just found out Bob mm. uh, can bite you. They can also help you. Yes, I mean Don. Remember Don covered Pete's stake in the company when when Pete couldn't come up with the uh, with with the, with, the, right. with the with the influx of cash they needed. It was twenty was it twenty five k that everybody yeah. was uh, was yeah. up for, and Pete didn't have it, and that would have been the end of him. And Don covered him. So I mean the, you know he's learned he's learned that hey you, you you can you can get hit by me or you can get helped by me. One or the other.
1: I'm, well, I've been sticking I- to my my thing all. My my new thing is, and I've been sticking to this all season long, is that the biggest evolution to me is Pete Campbell. I've been saying that from him. He's a guy from yeah who is a complete turnaround. I think that 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 that. And somehow we feel
3: we feel so bad for well, him, and
1: I hated him in season I, yeah, one. We 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 hated him. This but look, everything about this season was like, oh, Pete's really changing from the of the King episode to all these all these other cues. But here was the ultimate thing. It's like he's face. You think Pete Campbell's going to go ballistic? He has all the information. He's like, this is my big chance, and he goes, you know what? I've been down this road. I fought this guy like you for freaking seven years. You know, eight years of fighting a guy just like you. I've learned, like, I'm going to be aligned myself with you. Like, I've learned. Peter's evolving. Yeah, Peter's well, evolving I, to a great, to a different guy.
4: I also think it's a power play. I mean, if you know something about someone, yeah. I mean, I think it was a complete power play on Peter's. I mean, the way he felt so sort of. So you don't ye- think Peter's H- evolving? Uh, no, I think you know that how he knew, also knows about you know Don's part. I mean, I think it's this, this episode was a lot about the fact that people knew se- you know secrets about other people and that, and I mean, it's how you interpret it. And I mean, Pete yeah. re- realized that he, if he knows a secret about Bob Benson, he can use it to his advantage because Bob doesn't want to be revealed. Right. So it gives him a sense of power. So I think that was the move. Not like I'm going to play along. I'm going to. I've cooled down. I'm going to yeah. play along. It was far more. I'm getting my power. But back. here's
3: but here's the thing. Uh, that power is gone. That power is gone when you reveal to the person, uh, you know, I know, I know what, what you're doing, but I'm not going to tell anybody.
4: No, no, because you've got power within the rest of the group. Because you're the only because one that you're, knows. Because you're, you're an ally. You're, yeah, No, because you're the only one that knows about that person. So that means that that person always knows that you know. Right. So when you're, you're in the, the group, mm-hmm. there's always that play. Fair. Because he, Bob Benson will now know. That Pete right. has that over him,
3: right? And then just just one more thing: there were there were layers to the way that Pete laid this out, and it, it was the line, "I am off limits."
2: I am off limits.
3: It's it's not just it's not just saying I am off limits for what you do to other people in this company, but it was also his way of effectively putting the uh, the feelings,
1: at, if there were any, right. to bed. And he said, and he's like, "You know what I mean?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said it, you know. And, and get Manila oh, off my... Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
2: I don't think Manolo likes women. I think you're confused on that. Right. Um, but, you know, I, it was interesting to me in that, in that conversation. Pete did not hesitate uh, on the phone with Duck. He, you got, I got the vibe anyway that he'd been thinking that he thought long and hard about Don when that whole situation came up. And he went back over the whole scene as a, you know, and, and figured out what did I do wrong and, and what should I have done. Because it's not like he took that information from Duck... And went, oh gosh, I need three days to figure out a strategy. He went on the phone with Duck. He goes, I've dealt with people like this before. I know, I know what to do.
1: Yeah, because he's living it for eight years. Yeah, well, that's he what speaks I'm saying. About it so he's he's
2: already he's already thought this through. Right, that was that was interesting to me. That he's given enough thought to this. That 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 he's already prepared to move.
1: Pete's evolving, man. Pete's yeah. going to be the guy. He's, he'll be bald, but he'll be the guy. Yeah. Uh, the, let's this quickly.
2: Is the, I just want to say this: How much we love marijuana on this show. One hit of a joint, and you change that dramatically. Well, no, that is our I, would, I, I,
1: I had said that he changed before that. <laughs> yes, I think the the marijuana was was a signifier of he is changed. Of how much he I, has that, 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 I was, be that. We should talk clearly catches. being sarcastic. Yeah, well, this really quickly we should touch barely like for thirty seconds. Touch on Sally. Sally well, Board School. You know, we talked About it, but I, you know, Sally Borden school, uh, very scary, interesting situation. We talked about the fact that she was there in a very Heather's sort of mean girl situation with those young girls. She
4: totally turned around because, yeah, which was scary when she came in and those girls were sort of like, oh my god, they're going to really have a power. And I presume they're a little bit older than her. Yeah, but she totally turned it around. Like she she had the connections She had the. She knew how to get the booze, the smokes She did. She. she Started a
3: fight. Two boys fought over her, and the girls thought she was so cool. But this
4: is such a, a result of the two. Parents that she has, she right. has learned so well, well to they, be an adult so quickly. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I think also this is the the thing that I mm. took away from that was that it's just the usual thing of the parents think they are doing the right thing by sending their kids off to boarding mm. school. Little yeah. do they know what what kind of shit goes on yeah. in boarding school. I'm telling you, I know Jackie Onassis went there, and it was Mrs. Porter. Gloria by the Vanderbilt way. Went, yeah, Porter's. went there. Gloria oh, Vanderbilt. Uh, but like, yeah, all, all kind of shit's going down in boarding school. So yeah, ba- badass movers and
2: shakers don't don't develop themselves into badass movers and shakers. Ten minutes after they get out of boarding school, they all develop right. that stuff in private school. And sure. I went to private school for years. And I was like, when I went to public school, I was like, you guys are all really nice. Yes. This, <laughs> you guys are all really innocent. You should <laughs> see the shit that goes on over at Saint So and So's. <laughs> it's bananas. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
1: So let's get to about. So let's get to our catches of the week. Uh, so before before we get out of here, we as we know, super fan Mike August uh, comes to us every week with catches. Uh, as you know, for the last. 11 episodes, 12 episodes, we watch the show directly after after we do the show directly after we watch it. We don't have time to catch everything. Mike August does that work for us. He's got his catches from last week's episode of Favors. So, a couple things he said that he talks about, well, the first thing, you know, this is in, in, out of order, but he mentions <laughs> that it's a coincidence that George W. Bush, Bush enlisted for the Texas National Air Guard the same year of 1968 as, as the Rosen Boy did, which I think was very interesting. That's yeah. a great, that's also a great catch. Also, he, he mentions that the show could be setting the table for Bob Benson to be involved in the Stonewall riots in Greenwich Village, uh, which happened in 1969. I was just there in Greenwich Village talking to seeing that very site. It's a very, very historic moment. Super important moment uh, in, in gay liberation mo- movement. And so I wonder if they'll touch on that next season. How
4: will be next season? Because I don't yeah, think we're going to well, get into 69 No, no, or, no. But, but it's, it's, yeah. it could be a
1: foreshadowing there. And they, and they also talked about there's more references to war with uh, Peggy had the battle with the rat in her apartment. She later seen with a cat in an alley <laughs> with a rodent against <laughs> uh, I like the cat. <laughs> uh, she's the cat in the alley against uh, future rodent intruders. It appears that she'll be staying for a little longer. It um, shares a trait with the rat in that she can only survive in these harsh environments. Uh, hers being the office populated by the corporate ladder-climbing men, meaning she's always in a battle. So that could there, there's some definitely parallels between the wars going on. You know, in real life in sixty eight and the wars going on and Peggy's life in the office. So those are those are the three Mike August catches which we think are, are all very, very astute. The cat makes me sad. The Kevin she said. I also want to look very quickly thank you for all for listening to us on iTunes. Thank you for joining us on iTunes, and listening. Thank for all your comments, and we appreciate them all. We read them all. Please continue to comment and rate us. We love you for listening. Thank you very much. Yes. We also love five. And Joe says we love five. So thank you. Please continue to do that. And the last, I should also say that we have a brand new, new and improved website here on AfterBuzzTV.com. You should check it out. Uh, the fans have demanded it. We've given it to them. There's some really cool updates. So uh, please, please, please check it out, AfterBuzzTV.com, another way to watch us there, along with iTunes and along with YouTube. So that's, that's what we have there. So now, uh, well, let's jump into, very quickly, news, because our news is
0: yeah. TV News.
1: We have a big, big week next week. It's big. Yes. It's big. Yes. Huge. It's huge. really big. So this is our last uh, show uh, this pen- ultimate episode is our last show in the studio because next week we will be live at John Lovitz Comedy Club wow. doing a That's live uh, finale with the cast of Mad Men cast and creators and writers from Mad Men alongside Sorry. of us yeah. we will all watch this show together with you um, you guys can come join us down the John Lovitz Comedy Club uh, for a very low price, about fifteen dollars. Which,
3: uh, if you go to com and put it in the past the coupon code ABTV, you will get five dollars off your ticket
1: purchase. Boom, ten dollars. It's worth just to see Joe Sanfilippo in
2: person. It I I am that I am that fantastic. <laughs> if you guys seriously if you're Mad Men uh, fans and you are in the LA area, there is it, this is the best the best thing you can do next Sunday. You are going to have all kinds of people from the show. We can't even tell you how huge they but, are. But
4: they, they're they're big. They're big.
2: And it this is you will have it's a small theater. You'll they'll be right there and you get to watch the episode mm-hmm. with us and then there'll be Q&A afterwards and it's going to be fantastic.
1: And we can't say who's all going to be there but a It of I'd people possibly
4: be your favorite character, yeah. so and, you have to be there. But we can't say The,
1: the, the big man himself will be there. Yeah. We are beyond excited. So that's what we'll say for that. So thank you, and hopefully we'll see you next week. Uh, other than that, let's get into predictions. Predictions. And now,
0: your After Buzz TV
1: predictions. What do you got for me, Joe Samplopo? I sense
2: some more trouble on the horizon with Peggy and Don. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that Peggy's going to quit. I don't think it's going to go that way. But but there's going to be some 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 fireworks between them because he's he's really he's really pissed on her chips. I mean that's a really uh, a really rough thing he did today, mm. in every way for her. Uh, and and that cat from last season, uh, <laughs> last you know, week. from last week. I'm sorry. That cat also, I mean, not only is the cat a mouser and he's there to help, but it, it's also, you know, w- women who don't have husbands and children tend to have cats. I mean, there is oh, a symbol on. with I know, oh. I know, I know, I know, but that's a symbol. It's, it's yeah. sexist, oh. it's a symbol. Every time. It's not sexist, it's a symbol. Come on. It's a symbol. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can go either way. And if her love interest is a married man, and Don has shut that down. So I'm thinking there's some hostility between oh. them. I think there's going to be some stuff go down between Why
3: them. Why don't all. you go work at 1960
0: yeah. era Stern? We are in. In Uh, the 1960s. All right. right. Catherine, predictions?
4: The cat will be fine. It uh, no doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. I don't think the cat will pro- prohibit Peggy from relationships. Um, but anyway, I think the Sally thing could be interesting. Obviously not in this season, but I'm wondering if we are going to see Sally in a boarding school. That means that kind of sets up a whole new parameter of, of scenes and yeah. interactions with Sally. So, dread. Yeah, so that could be an interesting storyline. I don't, don't think we'll see it this season, but I'd be quite curious to see Sally's life in a boarding school. Sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think we haven't gotten a significant M- Megan and Don development I- all season, really. So I think something's got to blow up there next week. Something significant. Uh, and I'm wondering if she finds out about the affair. Is there a divorce talk? I think we're going to see some fireworks
1: on that front next week. And Matthew Weiner did dispel the, the the rumors, the Sharon Tate rumors. So we know that. He uh-huh. said no one dies, which we thought Cosgrove died, but he did not die. So no one dies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next week... I have no idea what to happen, but I do like in the previews they showed us nothing from next week, which no, is very crazy. Less than nothing. So surprise. I'm very, very excited. I've got nothing. I don't have a prediction. I just They're like, look I at watch. a bunch of yeah. clips from old episodes. All right, moving yeah. on. Yeah, very, very well cut, mysterious clips. Joe Flippo, where can we find you? Uh, you
2: can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O. You can also find me here with Joe Braz covering Hannibal on Thursday nights and we have our big finale this week mm-hmm. and uh, you can also find me in Escape from Planet Earth go ahead and check that movie out it's really cool and it's, it's out on DVD now okay. Yep. And, what are you in that? oh I'm, I'm one of the bad blue dudes
4: yeah it's <laughs> okay. like in real life <laughs>
1: Catherine where can we find you?
4: I'm on Instagram and Twitter at my name Catherine Toolich T-U-L-I-C-H I'm also in the LA Times you can read me there and also on rogerebert.com yeah, it's just way
1: cooler than being a bad blue Matt dude. Matt Lieberman, where can we find you? All
3: right, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M A T T L I E B E R M A N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz T V on Defiance and a few other shows this summer, uh potentially after the dome or under the dome and low winter sun later in the summer. Uh, and you can find me if you live in L.A. and you like live comedy. I perform at the I.O. West Comedy Theater the first Sunday of
1: every month as a member of DJ Fawcett. Ioimprov.com slash West. Nice. Uh, I'm Joe, Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell. And also here with, with Hannibal with Joe Flippo, as you mentioned. Big finale week this week. We have a lot of very special guests coming in this week uh, to commemorate the finale of Hannibal. So please, all you Hannibal people listen to that. Also, you can find me on Grantland.com. ESPN's is Grantland.com. I have a few mini documentaries coming out. And that's it. Extra in here. And I love you all. We'll see you next week at John Lovett's Comedy, John Lovett's Comedy
0: Club. Woo! See you there. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.